Monday morning, March 13th, 2023. Harry Melling, you know him better as Dudley from the Harry Potter movies. He is 34 years old today. Danny Masterson has a birthday. Hyde from that 70s show, 47 years old. Actor William H. Macy from Shameless. You see, Frank Gallagher knows people. He's 73 today. His wife, Felicity Huffman, was one of the parents charged in that huge college admissions varsity blues scandal. Back in 1639 on this date, Harvard University was named for clergyman John Harvard. 242 years ago, the planet Uranus was discovered. (laughs) The first radio was sold in New York City on this date, 1924. And the number one song 30 years ago, Informer by Snow, topping the charts here at Fun 107 30 years ago. Pope Francis was elected on this date 10 years ago. It was the first time in over a 1,000 years that a pope was picked from outside of Europe. The very first time ever that one was picked from the Americas. And in 2020, on this date, the coronavirus forced schools all over the South Coast to announce that they would close for one week. They ended up closing the buildings for the rain. It's going to be uh, dry this morning. We'll see some rain by this afternoon. And they're watching this developing nor'easter for tomorrow night into uh, Wednesday morning. We'll keep an eye on that with Skyler coming up in a little bit. But uh, where we are now is pretty much our high for the day in the 40s. Time. Time to spill the tea on today's celeb gossip and Hollywood buzz. Here's Maddie's entertainment update. On the Michael and Maddie Show. On the Michael and Maddie Show. The 2023 Oscars were last night, and as usual, there were some interesting moments. I think the oddest choice to date was deciding not to do a red carpet. Breaking with 62 years of tradition, the usual red carpet was swapped for a champagne-colored carpet. I don't really know why, uh, but it certainly made the event un- like underwhelming. It was very... it. It looked odd on camera to me. It looked very washed out. It looked very just like boring and clean. Did like, you hear what Jimmy had to say about that? I didn't. He said that they, they went that way because they were confident there would be no bloodshed. Well, yeah. Okay. So I did hear that part. But I'm just like, I, I thought I thought you were going to have a real reason as to why they did it. Because I don't understand at all that, that choice. But uh, I thought Jimmy Kimmel did a great job. He had to... Uh, comment on the elephant in the room and I think uh, it was pretty funny. We want you to feel safe and most importantly we want me to feel safe. So (laughs) we have strict policies in place. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show you will be awarded the Oscar for best actor (laughs) (laughs) and permitted to give a 19 minute long speech. Amazing. No but seriously the Academy has a crisis team in place. If anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year. Nothing. (laughs) Sit there and do absolutely nothing. Maybe even give the assailant a hug. And if any of you get mad at a joke and decide you want to come up here and get jiggy with it, it's not going to be easy. There are a few of my friends you're going to have to get through first. You're going to have to get through the heavyweight champ, Adonis Creed, before you get to me. So good. So I thought that was great. I thought it was perfectly done. And, like, if, you, if you're if you going to get salty about anything he said, like, it's a joke. 
it's a joke. You know what oh, I mean? I mean like, how well, could a lot, you? A lot of people are coming out saying that Chris Rock deserved to be slapped and stuff like wow. that. So it's it's so stupid. But hopefully after last night, we can just be done with that. I think this is it, yeah. Best picture went to everything, everywhere, all at once. Best actor, Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Nice. And best actress, Michelle Yeoh from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. That's I need to see this movie. I keep hearing how amazing it is for Dark The Whale and... Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, Jenny Slater in the movie uh, yeah. lives in Dartmouth. I'm going to have to see that. Done deal. David Blaine told the Las Vegas crowd that he had seriously hurt himself during a gig this weekend, but rather than throw in the towel, he called in backup to push through, literally. Uh, he was performing his magic show, and in the beginning, he did a stunt where he jumped from a nine-story scaffolding structure within the theater uh, into a foam pit below, but... He started complaining of pain immediately after, and then he got on the mic to say that he dislocated his shoulder Oops. during that, and he tried having crew members work on it live, right on stage. He actually shared it on Instagram. Um, it was very obvious that he was in pain. He was struggling. The stagehands could not get the job done. They were literally trying to pop it into place, um, and so they went to plan B, calling on any doctors in the crowd to come <laughs> forward it, really? and help him out. Which a handful then did on the spot. So there were like a bunch of people on the stage. They took turns trying to pop his shoulder back in. After some time, they got it done. Nice. Witnesses say that wasn't the end of it, though. Dave took another pause later in the show, but came back out, finished strong. Uh, what? <laughs> like, only David Blaine. Only David Blaine. Like, there's a. Do you think it was not part of the show, right? No, no way, right? Not. Like he made, he made it he made it very clear that this was not part of the show and that he didn't want to end the show. So if there were any doctors in the crowd that could pop his shoulder back into place, that'd be great. It's like a TV show. Like, is there any? Are there any doctors in the house? Like, it's like but that really what? happens. It's respectable. You, the the video is kind of insane. It, it's you know it would have been awkward to play this morning just because it was just like a lot of muttering and. Mumbling, and I didn't want. I honestly didn't want to hear any sort of pops, so yeah, I stopped yeah, yeah. watching. Uh, but he's just laying there on the stage while people. His like arm is completely contorted, and they like trying to get it back to a normal position. And uh, you hear them being like, "We need to get traction. We need traction." I was like, "What?" <laughs> so gross. I don't, I don't know if I would have stuck around for that. So nasty. Oscar weekend belonged to Scream Six in theaters. As the horror movie notched a franchise best, which what? I am shocked. Forty-four. More than the original. A franchise best. Forty-four and a half million dollars in ticket sales um, as of Sunday. Unbelievable! It it sailed past our expectations, easily surpassing the previous series high of thirty-two million from Scream Two from nineteen ninety-seven. See, that's the thing, though. Like, so, like. Movie tickets in 1997 much cheaper, obviously, so you don't have to sell as many. I but guess, I guess. Still, yeah. that's impressive. Though. I know. I'm impressed. I, me too. Um, I just, I can't believe it. Like they didn't have the heavy hitters, really. They didn't have that main character. Uh, they had Courtney Cox, but they didn't have the other one. I can't think of her name right now. The girlfriend, Neve Campbell. Oh, Neve Nev Cam Campbell. Neve yeah. Campbell yep. was not in. In the movie, so they were kind of worried about that. But guess who is? Jenna Ortega, and everybody loves her. Well, of course so. she's in. She's in every movie now. <laughs> so Ever since I she think, came to New Bedford. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what? New Bedford started her career. Tell me wrong. You're Tell welcome. me I'm wrong. <laughs> More entertainment news up on the Fun 107 app. Introduce Tyler is at ABC6, and she has been watching this nor'easter that's heading our way. But it looks like 
for the most part for us here in the south coast, the actual immediate coastline uh, is going to be mostly a rain event. There'll be some wet snow mixed in, but more of a rainy thing. The further inland you get, the more snow you're going to see. So that's the latest on the uh, nor'easter heading our way for uh, the next couple of days, according to Skylar Spindler at ABC6. So how was your big weekend, Gazelle? You, uh, oh. You're back at it playing rugby? I feel good. You had um, four games on Saturday? Yeah. Four. Unreal. Yeah. The worst part wasn't actually the game. It was the weather. So Yeah, the, it was a pretty crappy day. It was. I think it was a little bit more rainy down here, and it was a absolute mix of snow, sleet, little hail, like unbelievable, bone chill and cold. Every time you'd get warmed up, your body would just break down again. You know, it was so tough to keep warm if you weren't, especially because it was rotating in and out for players. So if you were on the sideline and you weren't doing jumping jacks, you know, it's just, it was rough. But going into it, it was fine. No injuries. Yeah, that's what you were afraid of, right? You, yeah, that you was were... my biggest thing. You know, I'm not 21 anymore. So it was just, it was good. I, I had a lot of rookie mistakes, but it's also, it's a new year. We change up the plays every single year. So it's tough to get your head in the game of the, the strategy of it. It's not all about the hit stick. It's knowing where you have to be in the field. And I always found myself in the wrong place. <laughs> so <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I, I got a, we got a bunch of practices coming up and the first game is in for until April now. So that was a tournament that kicks off spring season. The actual first official game of spring season is like April 1st. This is uh, Gazelle's so, farewell tour, by the way. This is, yes. He's like, you know, he's like Tom Brady farewell tour. <laughs> Just, I can't keep up anymore. That's the problem. They can't keep up. It's uh, the kids, are, they're faster. They're younger. Harder, better, faster, stronger. stronger. Yeah, it's kind of like a Kanye <laughs> Daft Punk song. But uh, the, I guess for once in my life, I'm kind of thinking the five-year plan, the 10-year plan uh, as far as my body goes. So, yeah, would I like to keep going? Oh, absolutely. But I know that once I turn 50, I'm going to stop feeling this. The arthritis is going to come in. The joint problem is going to come in. So, well, you get two weeks to recover now. Two weeks to recover. That's good. Back to practice tomorrow, which is fine. Usually I'm hurting for a few days after the games, but... No issues at all. So. You take any ice baths or anything like that? No, no. Like I said, I was I was shocked at how I don't know how good I felt after a game because usually I'm just like, oh, it's it's uh, it's a good feeling because you leave everything on the field, all your stress, all your, any built up anger, it's gone. <laughs> so that's. I feel good today about that. So he's basically, Matt, he's picturing us out there in the field. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm picturing bills. I'm picturing, <laughs> you know, a lot of things. But it's, uh, what a rush. It felt so good. Good. You know. Um, and how'd the team do? We, so, lost two, won two. Take it. And, uh, yeah, we, we beat Worcester twice, so take that, Worcester. Um, lost to Boston. Lost to Quincy. Hey, other than that, it was a good day. It was a good day indeed. Good, man. And and the good thing is he's here. He yeah. survived. He I survived. survived. And he's here. I, I had a beer afterwards. I had wow. a beer in 83 days. Oh, well, that's right. The streak <laughs> is over. I'm going to start it over again. Keep it going again. But it was nice to 
Just enjoy How something. How good did that beer taste? So good. It's kind of like at the end of a marathon. You yeah. know, like you earned it kind of thing. And I'm like, you know what? This is the well, appropriate Well, it was a marathon. Thing. It was an 83-day marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Riterian Theater, uh, Matt Frazier will be there doing his thing. And he, coming up later in the show, he's going to be joining us. And, Matt, you were, you were going to ask him to, to do a reading on you? Maybe if he could. I love this stuff. Are you kidding? Is there any part of you that's skeptical about this stuff or you're like... Sometimes. I mean, I don't believe that everybody who claims to be a medium is a medium. You know, that's just who I am. But I do believe that there are gifted people out there. What do you know about him? I know that he is from Cranston, so automatically love him. (laughs) Um, I've caught his show a few times. I started really getting to know him during the pandemic because a lot of his videos started going viral. Uh, Because he was doing like a lot of Zoom calls. So he was doing like a lot of Zoom medium calls for families, and I just thought it was incredible. What network is his show on? Uh, I, I want to say enter- E yeah, or something. Um, let's see, Matt Frazier. Um, yeah, and the show is hilarious because it follows his family, and it's just like the typical like family chaos dynamic, yeah. but he's also a medium. <laughs> so it's just like, wow, okay. So it doesn't just focus on the fact that he's a medium. It's more, you know, the... It, I mean, it's really more about him being a medium and helping others, but it also touches upon, you know, the family dynamic. He he was getting he had a girlfriend and then got engaged like throughout the show, like type of thing. Um, yeah, it's it's very interesting. Well, he's going to be uh, at the Zyterian Theater on Wednesday night and Thursday night. I'm pretty sure the Thursday night sold out and has been yeah. for a while, but there may be some uh, leftover tickets for Wednesday night. We'll ask him when we talk to him coming up a little bit here. On Michael and Maddie, it is 6.53, and Phil Devitt has a look at this morning's headlines. A Dartmouth man faces gun and drug charges after authorities searched his home Sunday morning. Police said 41-year-old Derek Payne was arrested and charged with several offenses, including a felony gun possession charge. Dartmouth police seized over $5,000 in cash, along with narcotics and illegal guns from the Fenton Street home. Police and the Southeastern Massachusetts Law Enforcement Council's SWAT team executed the search. Back in May of 2022, Payne was also at the center of a standoff with police at the same address. A Fall River man pleads guilty to second-degree murder and other counts in the death of his autistic son. Bristol County DA Thomas Quinn says John Almond was sentenced to life in prison on Friday with the possibility of parole in 20 years. Police said his son, 14-year-old David Almond, was found unresponsive at his home in Fall River in October of 2020. Prosecutors described the conditions as deplorable and said there were hundreds of fentanyl bags inside the residence. Medical officials determined the Durfee High School freshman died from starvation, neglect and abuse. 36-year-old Almond and his girlfriend were charged with second-degree murder and neglect of a disabled person resulting in serious bodily injury. In court, Almond said he was accepting responsibility as he pled guilty. The co-defendant's case is ongoing. The FDA is approving a nasal spray to treat migraines. The drug made by Pfizer has shown to provide rapid pain relief in as fast as 15 minutes in clinical studies. Studies showed relief lasting up to 48 hours. Zavspret is expected to be available in pharmacies by July of 2023. Nearly 40 million Americans suffer from migraines. And did you catch the Academy Awards last night? Everything Everywhere All at Once is the big winner. This is for my dad, who, like so many immigrant parents, died young. And he is so proud of me, not because of this 
but because we made this movie with what he taught me to do, which is no person is more important than profits. The film, whose cast includes Dartmouth resident Jenny Slate, took home Best Picture during this year's ceremony. Out of its 11 nominations, the movie won seven, including Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, Best Actress, and Best Supporting Actor and Actress. Brendan Fraser was named Best Actor for The Whale. In sports, the Boston Bruins lost to the Detroit Red Wings on Sunday 5-3. They face the Chicago Blackhawks on Tuesday, and the Boston Celtics play the Houston Rockets tonight at 8. We'll check your Monday morning forecast and traffic in just a moment. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Bill Devitt for Fun 107. If you're looking at medium Matt Frazier, who's going to be at the Zyterian Theater on Wednesday and Thursday night, he's got two shows back-to-back this week at the Z, and... Uh, He's a TV star, but Maddie, you're a movie star. I guess I'm a movie star. I had such a cool experience on Friday afternoon. It was bring mom to work day for me. I brought my mom and we went to a movie set in Jamestown, Rhode Island. So it's near Newport, but not quite Newport. And it's a psycho thriller film that is being filmed for Lifetime. It's right up your alley. It was right up my alley. And... Truthfully, heading to the movie set, I had no idea what the movie was called, what it was about, who was in it. All I knew is that there was production crews all over Rhode Island, and I wanted to get to the bottom of it. Okay. So I was chatting with the producer. His name is Chad Verdi. And he was like, yeah, come on down. Like, come check it out. I'm like, okay, I'm there. So I show up. It's this gigantic multi-million dollar house in Jamestown. I was like, okay, off to a great start. We get in there and I didn't realize it at the time because it looked like a gorgeous house like that we walked into and it was like this living space that was transformed to look like a luau because the scene was, quote, the party scene. So it had like a bunch of birthday decorations and it, it was meant to look like a luau. Come to find out after talking to the owner of the home, It used to be a garage for a sailboat, Hmm. and she completely renovated it to make it a new living space. And when she was brought on to help out with the movie, uh, they were like, this is perfect. So I got to see firsthand filming crews in action, the director in action, Tommy DiNucci. Uh, I got to see, like, they actually, guys, they actually do the little clicky thing where they're like... Take one. Like, that's a thing, guys. That's a thing. Um, but it was a really cool experience. And it was Verity Productions, which is based in Rhode Island. And they produced the movie Bleed for This, the one that had Miles Teller um, portray Vinny Pazienza. Which oh, yeah. Is, okay. Yeah. So Vinny Paz is a very well-known boxer out of Providence, Rhode Island. Chad Verity Sr., or I, well, so Chad Verdi's father basically wanted to start a production company and he wanted to tell the life of Vinnie Paz. And so Chad, his son, was like, this all started with a passion project to make Vinnie Paz's life story. And then after that, he was able to turn Verdi Productions into a really successful thing, working alongside... Um, Martin Scorsese. They did a whole bunch of productions together. He's pretty good, that guy. Uh, yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, and then Chad formed the subsidiary Hyperborea Films, and he has been so busy. In the past five months, he's made four films, a lot of them going to Lifetime. 
And this one is going to Lifetime as well. It's called Seclusion. And he said he didn't really want to tell me much. He's like, I can't really give you too much, but I can tell you that it's a psycho thriller. It'll probably be, will most likely be out at the end of this year on Lifetime. Wow, they're not messing around over there. No, they're not. Um, so, yeah, it was just, it was a very cool experience to see everything in action. What surprised you most? Like, what did you... You know, you picture in your mind about a movie set, and then you were like, oh, it's a little different than I pictured. I think what surprised me the most, a couple things, was one, how nice everybody was. For some reason, I felt like it was going to be way more stressful, but everybody was so nice. And it was also the last day of filming, so maybe they were just excited to get out there. But I was also so impressed because, so the director says action, right? And the gentleman who was doing his own like monologue for the scene... Is starting to just act, right? He's doing his thing. And you just have, like, these random people, like, behind the camera just watching you act. And I just kept thinking to myself, like, how hard it must be to stay in character while you just have a bunch of randos behind the camera not paying attention or watching you or watching through the camera, holding a boom, like, sound, like... yeah. There are so many external factors going on. And you picture the actor there alone. Right. And it's like when you realize that there's so much more going on than what you see, your appreciation for their acting is tenfold. Because That's valid. It's just like, I was just like, I can't believe this guy can just like... Tune it all out. Pretend like he's somewhere else. Yeah. And completely, you know, and he hit it in the first take and it was like... They were like, all right, hey, cut. Let's run, away, run it back one more time. I was going to say, did, did they accept the first take even though we did no, it perfectly? No. I was going to say, you got to do it a yeah, couple times, they, right? they did it a couple times. And I got to see how they lined up the shots. And it was really cool. And, you know, as we were leaving, I got a chance to talk to Chad a little more. And what I really liked about his crew and his production and all that stuff, he's very, very heavy on hiring in Rhode Island. So he's Rhode Island born and bred. A lot of the people on set are Rhode Island born and bred. Viola Davis. And he, well, I don't know if he's ever worked with Viola, but um, his goal is to form a slice of Hollywood in Rhode Island. And he wants to get involved with schools to create a better uh, film production uh, curriculum and acting and like all this stuff. And I'm just like, this is such a cool thing. And then my mom being my mom was like, if you ever need an extra, <laughs> just let us know. I'm like, oh my God, mom, you're so embarrassing. <laughs> but it was great. Do they make you shut your phones off? No, but it's funny because my mom and I were like silently panicking because we were we were behind the camera, obviously. And, every, and the director's like, quiet on set. And so my mom like feverishly shuts her phone off just in case. And I'm, and I'm standing there like, there's balloons everywhere, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be the one to pop the balloon or something or sneeze or, like, it's it was nerve-wracking. Yeah. It was nerve-wracking, but it was a lot of fun. Was there a snack table? There was uh, well, there was a snack table, but it was part of the set, so I wasn't about, oh. to, uh, wasn't about to go <laughs> well, over the buffet. You don't want to see this food go to waste. I, Somebody's yeah. going to eat it. <laughs> then, but it was really cool. So I got a bunch of sneak peek, like, behind-the-scenes video, uh, videos and photos up on friend107.com. All right, well, check that out. It is 7.57. Phil Devitt, 90-second news update. The Fall River man accused of causing the death of his 14-year-old autistic son more than two years ago will spend the rest of his life behind bars. 35-year-old John Almond pleaded guilty Friday in Fall River Superior Court to charges stemming from the death of David Almond, an officer who responded to the
the family's Green Street apartment in 2020 found the teenager unresponsive and in deplorable conditions. Police seized two guns and over 20 grams of suspected fentanyl following a search on Fenton Street in Dartmouth Sunday. During the search, police found a 9mm semi-automatic ghost gun and a revolver, along with miscellaneous ammunition. Dartmouth police arrested Derek Payne, who was previously arrested following a standoff with police in May of last year. New Bedford voters will decide this fall whether they favor a rent stabilization program in the city. We told you last week the city council approved a non-binding ballot question for November asking voters to weigh in. Rents have risen dramatically in New Bedford over the past few years, leaving many people struggling to pay their rent and forcing some into homelessness. Paul Chassie of the Realtors Association of Massachusetts feels the ballot question is a bad idea. He says the solution to New Bedford's housing crisis is to find ways to build more housing. You don't have enough apartments out there. So it's all about supply and demand. And I know that sounds very basic. That part is basic. Trying to solve the problem is a different story, but it's not something that can be boiled down into one question. Chassis suggests a series of neighborhood meetings involving tenants, landlords, and developers to get the ball rolling. If Mayor John Mitchell signs off, the rent stabilization ballot question will appear on the November ballot. A Maryland man who just won his second lottery prize is crediting his hairstyle for his good luck. William Daniels Jr. took home $50,000 from a scratch-off game last week after first pocketing $100,000 back in 2015. He told lottery officials he was wearing his hair long when he scored the first prize, and it wasn't until he started doing it again recently that he nabbed another jackpot. Daniels said he plans on using the money to pay for his wedding. In sports, the Boston Bruins fell to the Detroit Red Wings on Sunday 5-3. Next up, a game with the Chicago Blackhawks on Tuesday. And the Boston Celtics play the Houston Rockets tonight at 8. A check in your traffic and weather next from the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom. I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Well, I want to talk about Toyota of Dartmouth and all that they have done over the past several years now to help the Friends of Jack Foundation. They have donated cars. I mean, they've donated brand new Toyota Camrys for the Friends of Jack Foundation to auction off. They've donated little Power Wheels cars. So that, you know, little patients at local hospitals, when they're going in for a surgery in an operating room, they get to sit in the little Toyota of Dartmouth Power Wheels cars and drive them down the hall to the OR. And you want to hear something crazy about that is that reports from the hospital and the anesthesiologists are saying that they have to use less drugs to sedate the kids when they use the power wheels. So, I mean, how awesome is that? This is really making a difference. So, big thanks not only to Toyota of Dartmouth, but also to the Friends of Jack Foundation, which make all of this possible. But it couldn't happen without the support of, of people like uh, the Zamito family and Toyota of Dartmouth. So, next time you're looking for a new Toyota or, you know, something pre-owned, car, truck, SUV, you name it. They've got them all there. Toyota of Dartmouth, Old Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. Looking this about an accident in Fall River this morning on Charles Street. And does it involve a school bus? Looks like it involves a school bus going off the road. Um, I'm, I'm seeing that there may have been students on the bus, but it doesn't look like anybody was seriously injured. There were uh, police and fire reported about an hour ago to the scene. So you might be seeing some traffic in that area right now. All right, I'm, I'm sure police working hard to uh, clear that as as quickly as possible. But that's in uh, Fall River this morning on Charles Street. It is eight twenty two. 
More about what's happening this morning. We've got headlines now. Phil Devitt. A Dartmouth man faces gun and drug charges after authorities searched his home Sunday morning. Police said 41-year-old Derek Payne was arrested and charged with several offenses, including a felony gun possession charge. Dartmouth police seized over $5,000 in cash, along with narcotics and illegal guns from the Fenton Street home. Police and the Southeastern Massachusetts Law Enforcement Council's SWAT team executed the search. Back in May of 2022, Payne was also at the center of a standoff with police at the same address. A Fall River man pleads guilty to second-degree murder and other counts in the death of his autistic son. Bristol County DA Thomas Quinn says John Almond was sentenced to life in prison on Friday with the possibility of parole in 20 years. Police said his son, 14-year-old David Almond, was found unresponsive at his home in Fall River in October of 2020. Prosecutors described the conditions as deplorable and said there were hundreds of fentanyl bags inside the residence. Medical officials determined the Durfee High School freshman died from starvation, neglect, and abuse. 36-year-old Almond and his girlfriend were charged with second-degree murder and neglect of a disabled person resulting in serious bodily injury. In court, Almond said he was accepting responsibility as he pled guilty. The co-defendant's case is ongoing. The FDA is approving a nasal spray to treat migraines. The drug made by Pfizer has shown to provide rapid pain relief in as fast as 15 minutes in clinical studies. Studies showed relief lasting up to 48 hours. Zavspret is expected to be available in pharmacies by July of 2023. Nearly 40 million Americans suffer from migraines. And did you catch the Academy Awards last night? Everything, everywhere, all at once is the big winner. This is for my dad, who, like so many immigrant parents, died young. And he is so proud of me, not because of this, but because we made this movie with what he taught me to do, which is no person is more important than profits. The film, whose cast includes Dartmouth resident Jenny Slate, took home Best Picture during this year's ceremony. Out of its 11 nominations, the movie won seven, including Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, Best Actress, and Best Supporting Actor and Actress. Brendan Fraser was named Best Actor for The Whale. In sports, the Boston Bruins lost to the Detroit Red Wings on Sunday 5-3. They face the Chicago Blackhawks on Tuesday, and the Boston Celtics play the Houston Rockets tonight at 8. We'll check your Monday morning forecast and traffic in just a moment. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Bill Devitt for Fun 107. If you're out there listening and you're looking for a new gym or just a, a new way to kickstart your fitness journey, Workout World has got to be on top of your list. You know what? Forget everything else. Just head on down to Workout World, sign up, and get a membership today, and I'll tell you why. Over at over at the Dometh Mall, right in the back, they got a brand new location, all right? It is spotless. There are state-of-the-art equipment everywhere, and the best part is you're never going to have to wait for anything, whether it's a machine or like an elliptical or a treadmill. No, your cardio is good to go when you're ready. You just go in, sign up, head upstairs, and jump on a machine. Even the weights, the free weights galore. All the workout machinery, ready to go. I love the group classes there. And I like, most importantly, how involved they are in the community. So Workout World New England, they are a partnership with A Wish Come True. And they got this hats off to St. Patrick's Day charity donation drive. And it's as simple as just dropping by the Dartmouth location and donating as little as a buck. Just go go see the club managers, my buddies over there, Donnie and Anthony. They'll give you all the details and information 
on the, the donation drive itself. But listen, a dollar is going to go a long way to help out families and, and children in need. So this is awesome that they're getting involved with. Again, it's the Hats Off, the St. Patrick's Day charity donation drive going down now until the end of the month. So if you're looking for, you know, South Coast favorite gym, well, it's Workout World. Simple as that. Sign up today. Get yourself a membership and uh, donate back to this Hats Off to St. Patrick's Day charity donation drive just in time for St. Patrick's Day. Hi, it's Andy with the... The Zyterian Theater. A couple of shows. One is sold out already. March 16th is sold out. Uh, there are still some tickets left for March 15th. Welcome to the show, Matt Frazier. Good morning. It's great to be here with you. I'm so excited that you're joining us today, Matt. Huge fan of the show. Meet the Frasers. You guys are, I mean, it should be a comedy show, let alone a medium show. I know. Well, listen, it gets crazy when you have, you know, life among the living and the dead. Yeah. But, you know, the funny part is, is that most people think that I'm haunted by dead people being a psychic medium, but really I'm haunted by my family. <laughs> I love it. Well, I just, I love your beginnings and how you weren't always in tune with your gifts. So tell us a little bit about uh, the beginnings of your story. So I literally grew up like that little boy from the sixth sense. I would see and hear people who had died, you know, the moment that I would go to bed every, almost every single night. You know, being three, four, five years old, I didn't know what was happening to me. I remember being in my bedroom at night, yelling and screaming and crying because I was seeing and hearing the departed. And it's funny because my grandmother had this gift. My mom had this gift of psychic ability. But when I say that, they weren't doing this professionally. You know, they too could pick up and sense and feel the departed, but they never used their gifts. They kept it a secret. They told nobody, just a few close friends and family members. So when I was growing up, I had no idea what was going on. I literally just thought that the house was haunted or the places I was visiting was haunted. I had no idea why I was sensing and feeling people who had died. And they didn't even tell you. No, they didn't. To be honest with you, what's so crazy is that my mom would try, you know, to explain to me that these were souls and that, you know, these were people that had passed on. But I didn't want to hear anything to do with that. You know, and I remember her trying to ask me, what are they saying to you? What are they talking about? Who's coming through? <laughs> and, you know, I wanted no part of it. All I wanted was to just live a normal life. And I did that for many years. For many years, I pushed this ability away. I tried to make the voices stop. I did everything in my power that I could to just be normal. What's so crazy is, is that normal really couldn't be found. You know, as much as I tried to push the voices away and make the voices stop, the more that, you know, they would still try to communicate with me any chance that they could. And then it was around that time that, it was, that I was older, I was more mature, and I went to go and see a medium for the first time myself, because I wanted to see somebody who was actually using this gift since all my family did was keep it hidden. And I got to tell you that that moment changed my life because it showed me that this is something I could do. I could help people to heal just in a different way by helping them connect with their loved ones in spirit. What is the most rewarding part of being able to share your gift with the world? To be honest with you, it's to, to show people that there's more to life than what's here. Yeah. So many people come to me and they're afraid of death. They're afraid of dying. They've lost a loved one. They want to know, is my loved one at peace? And it's amazing because with every single reading that I do, it's not just for the person getting read. It's for everyone who's in the room or part of the experience. And that's why I'm excited to come to the Z because during the event, it's not just about the individual readings. It's about being there and witnessing what happens when the souls of our loved ones come through. Because with each reading that I do, we learn about heaven, the afterlife, and we get a little glimpse into where our loved ones are. 
And it's amazing because stepping into an event is like being at a big family re- reunion with heaven. You know, one minute I could be talking to somebody in the front row who had lost their mom, to next you know being way in the back with someone who had lost their dad, to literally having to get off the stage to go up to the balcony because someone had lost their son. Mm. I have no idea where they're going to bring me or what they're going to say. But what's so amazing is that during an event like this, it's all about the souls on the other side. And I'm determined to get to as many people as I possibly can. Every event has been different, right? So like, even if like, like there's a lot of people who are coming to both shows, the 15th and 16th, Mm -hmm. because every event is a different experience. For example, one night might be really super sad. And the next night might be, you know, really funny because the souls that come through have really amazing personalities. And I got to tell you that as a medium, I don't see the dead as dead. You know, I see them just like us, meaning that to me, people say to me, well, Matt, how can you be such a positive guy when you talk to dead people all day long? And it's because of the fact that when I talk to the souls on the other side, they're completely at peace. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you that every soul communicates different. And to your point, some souls are really super quiet, you know, when I'm talking to them and other souls are loud and bouncing off the walls. You know, it depends on their personality and who they were and, and what their message is. Oh, you're from Rhode Island? I sure am. I mean, come on, listen to I them. mean, I kind of figured so. I just wasn't sure. Are you really going to put me under the spotlight and listen to Heck them? yes, <laughs> I am. I am a Rhode Island native myself. Oh, that's funny. Yes, I am from Rhode Island. I was born and raised in Cranston. Could have so called I'm so that one, baby. <laughs> So, are you seeing anything around me? Right now, when I'm connecting with you, your grandmother's right here. I knew it. She always comes through. She is so strong around you. And first of all, when I'm connecting with this woman, because souls will make me feel what they felt here in this world. And when I'm connecting with this woman, she first of all is showing me that she had problems in multiple parts of her body before her passing. Mm -hmm. And she's also telling me that before her passing, she also had issues with breathing. Because she keeps saying to me, Matt, tell her I can breathe. I can breathe. What's really tough with her is I keep feeling the buildup of fluid. So before she passed, she had fluid buildup. Up. Yeah. And she says to me that, first of all, she's sorry for everything that you had to see. But this is her way of letting you know that in spirit, she is still here and with you. What's so crazy is she actually tells me there's a jewelry box that was left behind from her. There was. And she You're says kidding me. me. She says to me, Matt, she goes, can you please let her know? I know that they kept the jewelry box. I know they kept the jewelry box. And by the way, this one was also very religious when I'm connecting with her as well. Mm-hmm. She tells me that she believed in God on the other side. And she says to me, Matt, please let her know that anytime she needs me, all she has to do is pray. <laughs> She's telling me when I'm connecting with her, one thing. She says, Matt, she says, please let her know. She says that at the end, your grandmother's telling me that she was in and out of it before her passing. Mm-hmm. And she talks about not being able to speak or not being able to communicate before she died. Yep. She says, please let her know that even though I didn't get to say goodbye to her, she says, I knew how much she loved me. Hmm. And you need to know that. That is so nice. I could talk to you for days. <laughs> I feel like I could talk to you for days as well. I wish I had something cool to tell you. <laughs> and return the favor, you know? When you're in the presence of a medium, and this is what's so cool and what you're going to see at the Z as well. When you're in the presence of a medium, anyone in your life can come through. Yeah. Which wow. is really cool or connected to you. Wow. So what's crazy is, is that during this event, I have to literally get off the stage Because it doesn't matter. And this is what I want everyone to know who's attending is that it doesn't matter where you sit. Like a lot of people have been writing to me and the first couple rows have already been sold. Right. Of course. So uh, people like Matt, I want to attend. I want to come to the Z, but the only seats are in the back. Listen, when I tell you, it doesn't matter where you sit. It doesn't matter where you sit. The reason why is because when you're there, your loved ones in spirit are there. So what you're going to see at the Z is I'm going to be jumping off stage 
and going where the souls pull me. Oh, Meaning so cool. all areas of that room. Well, from the, I know, I love it. the hit TV show on E! Entertainment, he is Matt Frazier. The show on Thursday night is sold out. Still some tickets available for Wednesday night at the Z. Well, listen, I am so happy to have been able to talk to you guys, and I want to thank you so much for having me on the show, and I can't wait to come to the Z. South Coast Sheeran Week here, and all week long, that means free and Sheeran tickets to go check out his show at Gillette. And if you want to win some of these tickets, just jump on the Fun 107 app and sign up. To Taunton we go right now, where Alexis Pacheco is standing by. How are you, Alexis? I'm good. How are you? We're good. What are you up to this morning, Alexis? Um, not much. Just listening on to the radio. Awesome. Are you heading into school today, to work today? What are you up to? I'm actually heading into work in a couple hours. Oh, what do you do? What do you do for work? So, I have two jobs. I'm heading to my second job. I'm a cashier at DJ's. All right. Are you an Ed Sheeran fan? I'm a huge Ed Sheeran fan, yes. How would you like to see him live? I would absolutely love that. Excellent, because you're going to go see him live at Gillette Stadium. Oh, my God, that is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, Alexis Pacheco from Taunton. You're going to go see Ed Sheeran live. He cannot wait to see you. Oh, my God, thank you so much. What's your other job, by the way? I know you work as a cashier at BJ's. What else? I am a monitor for the HMO Blue Bus Company. All right, but Alexis Pacheco from Taunton. You're going to go see Ed Sheeran. Tell everybody what station is making it happen for you. Fun 107. Even if you're not a big fan of nostalgia, you're going to love.